Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krause explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds. I'm in several online physician groups, just like many of you, and I frequently see the sentiment expressed that as doctors, we need to take medicine back. One of my very favorite people to follow online is Dr. Corinne Rao, and she's doing just that. She kind of speaks out to an individual level, a group level, and she really is a big proponent for us empowering ourselves to take back the fun and, again, empower ourselves in medicine. So Dr. Rao, thank you for coming to the show. And I'm so excited to hear how you help others make this a sustainable career again. Amy, I can't tell you how excited I'm to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Please call me Corinne, first of all. And I've been listening to your financial residency podcast. And I just love the way that you give information out to physicians. And you just put it out there and I absolutely love listening to it. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Let's start with how do you think we lost power in the first place? What did we do wrong? And then maybe from there, we can figure out how to change it for the future, what we can do right again. Absolutely. So, you know, it's hard to tell where we lost power and how it happened. I just want to say, I think as physicians, we're so altruistic. We're trying to take care of everybody else. And we're so busy taking care of our patients and our practices and our jobs that we actually don't stop to see what's happening around us. So I think this was ongoing for several years. And I just feel it literally breaks my heart. You know, I I think you probably see me speak out about the physician moral injury, the burnout, the suicides absolutely breaks my heart. And I'm thinking, like, how did this happen? And then I see posts from other physicians. I have physicians four to five times a week reaching out to me and asking these heartbreaking questions. And I was like, how did we get here? I mean, where did we lose this power? And when I say power, I mean, please understand, I'm not coming from a position of arrogance at all. I mean, we went through all this training to learn how to take care of our patients. Part of that is taking care of ourselves and part of that is taking care of our profession. So I think it's so many different pieces. When we talk about taking medicine back, that can mean so many different things. It can be the schedule or becoming the captain of the ship again or getting involved in leadership. Is there one area that you tend to focus on yourself? Yes, absolutely. So I've been doing this for a while. So I've done all of the above. I've been in leadership roles through most of my career as an employed physician. I've been an advocate. I've been in, um, you know, the state medical association and all of that. In the end, Tammy, what I'm doing the last couple of years, I find that the best way to take our power back is through knowledge. We need to learn all of these different pieces that go into whatever it is, our contracts, finding positions not giving middlemen the money or the power, and absolutely knowing what is it that we're asking. For example, I see this asked all the time. 
What is the rate for hospitalists? Insert any specialty, by the way. You can't answer that question because it's dependent on tons of factors. It's dependent on location, demographics, what kind of position, rural, suburban, community, critical access, geographical area. There is no one answer. Why are we asking the same question? And again, I'm not saying this from a position of authority, but I learned this the hard way. I had to, in the end, just do my own research, figure it out. And if I can help anybody, there's no one answer to some of these questions. But the answers are out there. They're out there. You have to look for them. And physicians are very smart people. We are very bright. We got into and went through med school. And we're not lazy. So don't tell me that you cannot actually find this information because it's all out there. We're both in the hospitalist group online and someone recently posted about being offered a job for a telenocturnist. And I think they were covering two or three hospitals and all in, they were going to make what, $50, $60 an hour. It's just crazy that would even one be offered in the first place, but two, that a physician would think that that was reasonable you know, for them to take. So I think it's good to have these conversations, but it does take me back to a contract that I've signed in the past. And it was forbidden for us to talk about salary with anyone else, whether it was someone else in our group or, you know, on an online forum. And so I think some of those little things kind of kneecap us. We're not allowed to talk about it. And if you do, you know, you might be putting your job in jeopardy by just doing that. I think you mentioned such an important point. There's so much fear in, you know, our day-to-day lives, our interactions and what we're doing. There's so much fear. Why is there fear? It's because we don't know. We don't know. Is it okay for us to ask our colleagues? Is it okay for us to talk about this? Can we actually post this? You see all these anonymous posts. Fear (laughs) is at the bottom of it. You know, I'm just going to say it's fear. And how can you overcome that? It's very simple. You have to learn. You have to get that knowledge and you have to empower yourself because, you know, one of the things I'm passionate about is direct contracting. Actually, I fell into it 10 years ago when I didn't know anything about it. I was kind of transitioning from a traditional internal medicine practice to wanting to be a hospitalist just for the schedule. I talked to a couple of locums companies and I was like, ah, I don't know. This doesn't sound like something I want to do. And I reached out to this hospital and there I was, I was direct contracting. Here's the thing though. I didn't educate myself. I wasn't informed. I took a way lower rate than I should have. I did not educate myself on the tax implications of being a 1099 and none of that. So, you know, I paid paid for that in terms of because I didn't know. And that's what I want to avoid. We can know this. It's not hard. You did medicine. Information is out there. There are people like me. There's people like, I'm going to give a shout out to Aaron Morgenstein right away because he and I have worked a lot together in the last year. And he's one of the most brilliant people that I know that literally cuts across all this. And he will tell you, what are you doing? He'll help you too. And so knowledge is power. We have the information. It's up to us to cut through the hype and it's up to us to get to it. You know, we talk a lot about moral injury and burnout as a profession, and I think that can happen both at the individual level and the group level. When people reach out to you talking about that in their individual case, what type of advice do you give to them? So hard because I try to get to the bottom of like, what is it? Um, Is it the actual job itself? Is it your employed position? What is it and what's holding you back? 
in the end, again, it's always lack of information and it's fear. Everybody has fear. Uh, people have loans, people have personal obligations, they have family obligations, and they're scared. And a lot of physicians, they just don't see an option beyond the employed model. And I'm here to tell you I was employed for many years. I know that fear. But guess what? There is a way out. Yes, you can get malpractice. Yes, you can get health insurance. And yes, you can absolutely be an independent contractor. You don't have to be employed. Having said that, if you want to be employed for all kinds of reasons, I mean, do it. But just know what you're doing. Gosh, it's been a few months ago now, but I had someone on the show, James Young. I think I think maybe he even wrote a blog on your yeah. site. It was probably my favorite podcast ever. And I think he really brought this home to me and made me realize it in myself. But I had gone through some pretty severe burnout during COVID. And I realized really through talking with him that it was the lack of personalization. People were becoming statistics we had to meet metrics. We weren't treating the patients and the families anymore, or that's how I felt anyway. And I think the patients were kind of seeing us that way too. We were adversaries in some cases because they were reading all of this stuff on the internet about how to treat COVID and maybe I wouldn't give it to them or something like that. So somehow we dehumanized each other in the process. And it was really through talking with him that I realized that for me, that was the cause of my burnout. And it kind of helped me realize what's important to me in a career. Have you found those kind of things as a common denominator? Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as physicians, we are trained and what we want is the best for our patients. And a lot of things stand in the way of that. Metrics, you know, the absolute sheer numbers, everybody's sicker, nobody is simple to take care of anymore. And the time limits, and there's more and more being put on people. So absolutely. And, you know, if I cut through all of that and I just get to the bottom of taking care of patients, it's what I love to do. I love the science of medicine. I love medicine. I love learning. But there's so many things in the way. There's EMRs, there's time, there's, you know, seeing 25 patients and all of this stuff that gets in the way. But if you can get down to the bottom of it, I think many people will find that they still have that. And then it's just up to us to find, like, how can I make this into a sustainable life or career for myself? And I'm here to tell you there's many ways. There's many ways. If I was telling myself this three, four years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. But I'm here to tell you now, there's no one path. There's many different ways. You have to find what's best for you, whether it's employed, whether it's going through a locums company and finding a job, whether it's directly contracting. There are so many ways. At the end, it's about autonomy, your autonomy, and flexibility. So for example, I'm never one that can work a seven-on-seven-off hamster wheel. Nope, not going to do it. Not how my life goes. So I had to find for myself a flexible schedule with autonomy. I directly contract with a few different facilities. And guess what? I set my schedule. Today, I'm off and I'm at home. I'm going to make this delicious dinner right after I get off talking to you and enjoy it with a glass of wine because I can. And at the end of the day, we each have to find what is it that we want to do with our time. Time is short. Who knows how much time we have? Who knows how much health we have left to do the things we want to do? So own your autonomy. Don't give away your power. Do not listen to people that tell you, oh, my God, this is the most I can pay you. Like, who said that? Who made these rules? 
I like that advice. You had mentioned that you had some other people that have really meant a lot to you, maybe mentored you over the years. Anyone that comes to mind that that really made a difference in your life? There's so many rock star physicians that are in this space and everybody's speaking out. And I just love to see that movement. Everybody's speaking out from different parts of it, but in the end, it comes to the same thing as empowering ourselves as a profession. So I mentioned Aaron already. You know, I'm going to mention you because you have this clear voice where you're giving information that's like invaluable. There's Dr. Mitch Lee. I already gave him one mention on Kevin's podcast, but taking medicine back. I mean, a corporate practice of medicine, insurance companies, CMGs, practicing medicine instead of physicians, just bringing awareness. Dr. Rebecca Bernard, lovely lady in, you know, a space of moral injury, burnout, physicians owning their autonomy, the education that we have. And there's so many more. Sharon McLaughlin, she's a, you know, female physician entrepreneurs. I mean, there's so many people, whether they're coaching, whatever they're doing raising awareness, it's absolutely important. So I think there's a lot of people, I'm sure I've forgotten several, but absolutely, there's so many and it's going to take all of us. It's overwhelming when you think of it at the macro level. There's so many ways that we've let other people come in and control medicine. Like you said, the insurance companies, the corporatization of medicine, even mock we're almost bound to our different boards for certification because they've tied it to insurance and they've tied it to staffing privileges. So I think anybody listening can pick one thing and focus on that if they wanted to get involved and try and make a difference maybe for the next generation of doctors. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, one would think that as a directly contracted physician, I'm not employed. I work in different facilities like I wouldn't have any impact on medical education, for example. But you know what? I actually wrote two letters for two medical students for the residency match coming up as a directly contracted non-employed physician. And I'm proud to have that opportunity to do that. So we can do whatever we want. We have to find out what it is that we want. Do we want a locums company taking more than half our hourly pay for themselves as overhead? Why? Why can't we go to the hospitals and directly say, hey, I'm internal medicine, I'm so-and-so, you need coverage, I can do this for you. It's worked for me. I'm not going to say it's going to work everywhere, number one. Number two, it takes time and effort. You have to know your market, you have to know what you're asking, and you know what, you have to appear completely confident and know what you're talking about, because if you're not, they're going to know it from a mile away, and you're going to get nowhere. So educate yourself about your rates, your demographics. What is your line in the sand? What are you asking for? For me, like, I'm not going to be employed. I'm not going to do a seven-on-seven-off hamster wheel. If you need coverage seven days next month or, you know, whatever, I mean, yeah, talk to me and we can talk about rates. I also believe in carrying my own malpractice insurance because it gives me more negotiating power, I should say. You know, this health insurance thing is a big deal. It holds people back. It's not ideal, but it's not something that you should allow to hold you back either. If that's what you want to do is be independent, there's a way to do it. You're going to find it. You're a physician. You got through med school and residency. You're not lazy. You can find this and do this. I love it. You said that people reach out to you all the time. If someone is struggling with this, if they're trying to figure out how to become a direct contractor 
or are just trying to figure out how to make a difference, how's the best way to get in touch with you? I mean, the best way is you can reach me through Facebook, social media, messenger. I don't care if you share also my phone number. People text me sometimes. Anything is fine. If there's anything I can do to help, absolutely, I'm happy to do so. And I will get back to you in maybe a day or two sometimes. But if I can't answer your question, I'll try my best to point you in the right direction. That sounds good. And on Facebook, what's the name they should look for? So they can find me under a lot of these groups. Physicians Helping Physicians is Aaron Morgenstein and my group. They can find me under Corinne Rao. They can also find me under Corinne Sundar Rao. I'm also on Hospitalist Group. I'm on Take Medicine Back. I'm on Female Physician Entrepreneurs. I'm on Empowering Women Physicians, Messenger Works. And in case that doesn't, this is my number, 573-280-1242. Text me, call me, anything, anytime. Corinne, thank you so much for being on the show. I love that you're advocating for people to take medicine back, to make it a sustainable, happy career. And I think we all went in with great intentions and hopefully we can get back to just doing what we love, which is patient care. Absolutely, Tammy. I can't thank you enough. It's been such a pleasure talking to you today. Well, have a good day and thank you all for tuning into Grand Rounds. I hope you'll join me again next week.